restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999, and throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. Thank you for joining me on this journey in finding this balance. Today, I'm going to talk about being present and ways to be present. So, Last time I talked to you, um, I described what happened to me during Christmas. I took a um, a two-week break from my podcast because I had an emergency surgery during Christmas. I was admitted to the hospital on Christmas Day and had surgery the next day. It was a pretty standard thing. It was my gallbladder. And I told the story about um, that in the last podcast, so I won't recount it. But the last time I did the podcast, um, I still wasn't feeling great, and I've had a vast improvement in the last two weeks. So the last time I talked to you, I was um, two, just like shy of two weeks from my surgery, and everything that I read and everything that the doctors told me, they said, it's like a week or two before like you really start feeling yourself, and then you know, six weeks until you like really, really start feeling yourself. I would say I'm probably like 85 or 90% with a little bit of pain in my abdomen and just exhaustion and overall weirdness. Um, I am a person who generally when I lay down and go to sleep, like I'm out and I pretty much sleep through the whole night. I might get up once, but I would consider myself a good sleeper. I've been having a really hard time with that. I have uh, ever since um, before the surgery when I was having the actual gallbladder attack, I couldn't sleep. And then when it was time to wake up, I was exhausted. And then I would wake up in the middle of the night I'd wake up at like 3 and be up till 4.30. And then when my alarm would go off at 6, I was just miserable. And this time of year is always a hard time of year for me anyways, because it's the 60 darkest days of the year from November 21st to January 21st. And we're almost out of it. As I record this, it's January 19th. I usually record on a weekend. I usually do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I'm actually going to Dallas this weekend for an Adam Carolla event. And um, that should be fun and um, a good way to get back out in the world after everything that's happening. So I recorded last January 7th, again, just not feeling great, um, but had a couple of weekends where I was able to relax. The week 
before January 7th, I actually had like quite a bit of court. Um, I had like a trial that I had to go to and um, I had one hearing that I was supposed to go to and I asked the court for a continuance, something that could easily be continued, like nothing pressing. And I asked the court for a continuance and they gave me a four day continuance until the 10th. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Um, so after, you know, I was able to rest that weekend of the 7th and the 8th mostly. And um, I had a hearing on the 9th that got canceled. And then I had to go to court on the 10th for my continued hearing. And then I just had um, some meetings like scattered throughout. I went back to my cycling class during that week. That was probably a little bit too soon, um, but it also felt good. Like it was, I don't want to say I was pushing myself, but it was like, okay, I'm doing this. I um, would take it easy, you know, like for things that I would usually do, I wasn't doing. And um, then the following week, the Monday was, um, the week that we're in now, Monday was Martin Luther King's birthday, the federal holiday. So I didn't have any court on the 16th and it was a three day weekend. So that was nice and relaxing. We also had my daughter's birthday and I did the most relaxing party I've ever had. Um, I told my family to meet at Rubio's, which is a casual Mexican restaurant where you just order at the counter and get your food and I said here's the address I said I'll pay for your food you just come to the counter I'll go up there that people rarely I noticed that I, I really like their food there it's delicious <laughs> and I know it's a chain but they have really good salads and really good quesadillas and fun tacos and a great selection so I thought this is just fun and easy they have a salsa bar they have a soda machine. So like, it's all there. I don't have to bring anything. So everyone met at Rubio's and then I rented a theater, which I haven't done in forever to see the movie Megan, which was an okay movie. I think I'll skip doing a review of it. It was fun to watch. Nothing super groundbreaking. Um, a, a, f a more fun first half um, the end was a little predictable and at the very end, I, my lawyer hat was on and I just thought this legally doesn't end very well. Anyways, um, it's, it was fun enough to watch and I haven't looked it up, but the character of Megan, the, I guess she's a robot. I don't know if it's really a person. Like, I don't know how they did it. I don't know if she's CGI or a combo of both. I didn't look it up because I didn't want to, like, kind of spoil the illusion. But the whole time it was something that was kind of on my mind. So all of this was really fun. And then we, um, I just went to the grocery store and I got cupcakes. And we handed out cupcakes in the movies. And it was perfect. Like, it was just great and easy and not too expensive. And something, I kept saying, I would do this again. Like, this was really nice. Um, so it ended up being a three-day week, and so that was great. I had um, some meetings and, and virtual hearings on the 17th. Um, the 18th, I had some more meetings. And then the 19th today, I had some more meetings. And then tomorrow, 
um, midday I'm going to Dallas and then have events for this Adam Carolla event comedy shows and music shows and I'm just going to play it by ear I don't have any notions of my thought is if I'm able to go to everything great if I want to go back to my room and lay down that's fine too I'm not pushing myself and then I come back kind of late on um, Sunday night which sucks um, because I always like when I get back from a trip I like to have like this cushion to relax and do laundry but the next day is um, a work day but so far I don't have anything on my calendar which means I can just work and then the all next week is like a lot of court I have in-person court on the 24th I have four hearings on the 25th that are virtually like hearings that are stressing me out and they're one after another and then a day of out of office meetings on the 26th and then meetings on the 27th so kind of a crazy week next week so I wanted to talk about being present and it was something that I wanted to talk about before Christmas because prior to getting sick in my surgery I had this vision for Christmas Christmas was a beacon of light on my calendar through the month of January I had so much court I was in court every day I had in-person court I had one day where I basically lived in my car I had a hearing an emergency hearing came up right before Christmas that fit in like first thing in the morning it was like an 830 hearing and then I had to go to a client's house who's kind of um, homebound and sign some papers with her I was able to grab some breakfast in between at Mimi's cafe and I had a meeting that I did on the phone in Mimi's cafe like they were so nice to let me work there I you know gave the waitress a really nice tip because I just used the table they weren't super crowded so it wasn't terrible at, at the same time I ordered Mimi's cafe catering for Christmas which I never got to try because I was in the hospital but my daughter served it at my house on Christmas Day people said it was okay um, I think there was a bit of a bummer factor because I wasn't there and I have a way of how I do things and I don't think it was necessarily done that way because everything was crazy you know but um, I don't know if I'll try it again it, it seemed like people enjoyed um, I'll, I'll get Boston Market quite a bit or Honey Baked Ham and it seemed like people enjoy those so much more than the comments I heard about Mimi's Cafe so for Christmas I just had this vision like once so I had court until like the 21st and then those four days where I and just ended up being sick I was supposed to get all this stuff done and I did get some stuff done but I was really miserable and there was one day I went and saw my goddaughter and she does these beautiful acrylic nails and I and I got the nails for my daughter Maggie and it was also to visit you know my um, my goddaughter and I was just like not myself obviously because I just had this huge infection and all this pain so it was a nice visit but not a great visit I went and sat um, you know in the lobby and just kind of um, was sort of hunched over you know while they were where they were chatting so they had a nice visit and then on the way back I picked up some C's candy 
that I always like to have boxes of C's for Christmas. And then I thought I would go to the mall and like do a little shopping. And I told my daughter I wasn't up for it. And um, then on Christmas Eve, I ran all these errands. And um, Christmas Day, of course, is when I went to the hospital. But in my mind, the starting December 26th to January 1st, I was going to have the most delightful week of my life. I was going to go to Zoo Lights. This is the first year in probably 20 years I have not gone to Zoo Lights. I just couldn't make it happen. I just wasn't in, in shape to go do it. Um, and I was going to go to Zoo Lights. I was going to go see movies. You know, I know lots of people like to go see movies during the Christmas holidays. There was a couple movies that were really long movies. And because there's just no sunlight and it's dark and it's cold, like sitting in a movie is, is kind of enjoyable. You know, it's the time when you can go see those longer movies. I had wanted to see the Whitney Houston movie. I wanted to see Babylon. I maybe even was going to go see the new Avatar, although... I felt like I've had very little interest in it, but I would felt like I had some time to do it. I did end up watching a lot of movies um, because that was really all I could do when I was getting better, but everything I wanted to do didn't happen. So I just really have been thinking about like being present and what that means. I also had visions of me just sitting in front of my Christmas tree like looking at the ornaments and the lights and with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. I didn't do that once this year. I was so busy in December. I didn't decorate for the holidays myself. My kids did that. And um, as soon as I got home from the hospital, I didn't even want to see it anymore. Like Christmas was just ruined for me. And um, it, I couldn't put the stuff away myself. And I just kept begging them to put it, the stuff away because I could not, I couldn't bear to see it. I just was over it. Like it, it just, all of my hopes and dreams for Christmas were, were ruined. And now that I'm in a better mind set, I kind of feel bad about having that perspective. But that's just how I felt. I mean, there was nothing... I could do about it. That's what was in my head. That's what was going through my head. I, I was miserable. I was sad. And that was it. So um, being present, you know, I had in my mind, this vision of, you know, sitting, getting up early, having quiet time reading, sitting in a comfy chair by the window and doing a lot of reading, walking, and listening to podcasts, and just relaxing, and enjoying the house, and enjoying some things in the city, didn't, and it didn't happen, so what can I do now to be present, so I've been thinking about some different things, um, one is to prioritize um, self-care, and that's relaxation, that's exercise, things that bring you joy, and I have a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of things in my life that that really bring me joy. Another thing with the health with the self care is the health care. So everything that happened to me was a was a giant wake up call, because I put off going to the hospital, because I was trying to work and do things for Christmas, like I was prioritizing that over 
what was happening with my body. Like I was just really trying to ignore it. So after um, I got better and I was home and just kind of relaxing, I started making a bunch of doctor's appointments, like things that had been put off. I know I told the story last year about the annual appointment that I needed to have that got pushed off for six months because of, of court hearings that kept coming up. And then when I finally got it done, there was something, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say troubling, <laughs> but something that had to be checked out again. It ended all ended up being fine. But if I could have gotten this taken care of earlier, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Um, so what are some of the things that I like to do to relax? I love to read. I get books from the library. I like to reread books in my own library. Um, I'll buy some books, um, but I will be very selective about what I buy because I don't want all the clutter. But I do have a library area in my house um, with some shelves, so I am able to have some books. In my old house, I got rid of most of my books because it was just, I just didn't have the room for it. Now I actually have like an area and it's really nice. I love to go and see the books and pick up the books. And if I want to, you know, every year or so I'll declutter. I'll be like, okay, these books have been here for a while and I don't read them and I'm not going to go back and read them. So I'll donate them to the library. And I do that at least once a year, sometimes periodically as, um, as I'm feeling like I need to get rid of, of books. Exercise I try to do, it's um, walking um, and my cycling class. That's been the primary things for me right now. My exercise has changed over the years depending on what I can do. For many years I worked out with a trainer and did weightlifting. Sometimes I think about getting back into it but I also know that with some um, physical problems that I have, that I could easily hurt myself. And so I just try to be careful with that. I have little weights, you know, I have 10 pound weights that I'll pick up and, and do little things with every once in a while. But the main exercise has been walking and, and cycling. In, this, in cycling, you do like a little um they have an arm bar and you do some arm stuff. It's not heavy like the stuff that I used to do, but I don't know. Maybe that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. Um, a thing that I have been really looking at over the last couple of weeks is getting back to travel. During the fall, I did a little bit of travel, but not really. I went to... Halloween Horror Nights and um, recorded with the, the film vault for Halloween. I booked a last minute seminar in San Francisco, which ended up being a great trip, like a great seminar. And I had a great time in San Francisco just by myself. And that might have been it. Oh, my husband and I went to Hawaii in September. So a couple like really nice trips. But I haven't, this is sort of unusual to me because I do take, I try to scatter um, two and three day trips throughout the year. 
I have found that it has been impossible for me to take a long trip. And I'll have to figure that out because it's not... It's not sustainable to not have like a nice long trip, but I haven't had one. I went to a wedding in Turks and Caicos, oh my gosh, so long ago. It was either like six or seven years ago, maybe even 10 years ago. So hard to remember sometimes. And that I actually took like like a whole seven days. And um, that one was a little bit too much. One of my least enjoyable trips, I didn't really like it there. There was a lot of mosquitoes. It was kind of humid. The water was beautiful, but I ended up getting like tossed by a wave. So I didn't really go in the water. It was just sort of fine. And like, it was an all-inclusive food place and the food wasn't great. Like it just was not one of my more favorite trips, but that was the longest trip that I've taken in, in 10 years. And at some point, you know, I would like to go to Europe. My son-in-law is from Austria and I would like to go and see that. He wants to go back. He likes to go back. And then I'd like to um, detour myself and, and go see Paris. That's my lifelong dream. So anyways, um, looking at the upcoming spring, I just started putting some things on the calendar. And a lot of it is um, is, is becoming kind of natural. Like my 30th, like saying this... <laughs> like sounds crazy. My 30th wedding anniversary is in May. So my husband and I are going to go to Santa Barbara. I'm going to spend a couple days in LA in April to hopefully do some film vault stuff um, and and do some kind of marketing things. Um, but also it's a, a relaxation trip. I'm going to take um, my daughter on spring break. We're going to go to Savannah and New Orleans and after she finishes her semester in May, we're going to go to Washington, D.C. for a few days. So I have a couple things coming up that um, seem really fun. Oh, and I'm, I just signed up for a great, great, great seminar in New Orleans in February on um, criminal law that's just like three-day intensive and also in my favorite city in the world. So this is part of my self-care, too, which is breaking out of the routine because I will tell you this, when I have a trip coming up, my, my, um, you know, how do I explain this? Okay. When it's a month or two away, I'm very excited for it. As it is a day or two away or a week away, all I can think of is I should cancel this trip. Because I start to get so apprehensive about missing work, getting off my schedule, um, all the emails that are going to be there when I come back. If I'm traveling during a weekend, I'm apprehensive that um, I'm not going to be rested when I go back to work. So there's all these things in my mind that... Um, cause me like super stress. I mean, there was one time I, I booked a trip to New Orleans with my daughter and it was for four nights in the night before we left. And I feel so silly for doing this. The night before we left, I changed it through to a three day trip and it cost more for the 
airline tickets. It was kind of offset by changing the hotel, but it was um, ridiculous. Like I just should have did my did my plans. Like I don't know, like why I had so much anxiety about it. And so that is something where I try really hard to like take these little trips and do something completely different because when I do that, when I get back to work, I feel like I am looking at things in a fresh way instead of just every day doing 200 emails and I'm in this groove and I can't remember, you know, what I was doing in in the day before and just getting out of the routine and doing something new and being on a plane for a couple hours where I can't answer my cell phone or I can't answer emails. To me, that is like a hard reset, like a hard reset for your computer. Another thing to do in terms of um, being present is just being thankful. I will tell you, I prayed so much when before my surgery, I just kept I felt so miserable. I felt so um, confused because I didn't know what was happening to me. And I just kept praying for to God to heal me. And, and the prayers alone were helpful. You know, talking to God to me is something that helps me. And then when I was in the surgery, I prayed to him quite a, quite a bit. I know people prayed for me, and, which I'm forever grateful for. And I was so thankful for the hospital staff. They were so kind and wonderful. It almost was like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say this because it was, you know, having surgery is not fun. But it was almost relaxing because they were so wonderful. Like the staff was so wonderful. And my family would come and they would tease me and we would laugh. And and that was kind of wonderful too. And it just was good in a way. You know, I was very grateful for everything that happened. And that I went to a hospital that knew what was wrong with me and was able to diagnose me and, and get me into surgery and get it fixed. So I've been very, very thankful. Probably not as thankful as I need to be, um, you know. I'm sure that I've been very complainy about things, still complaining about how tired I am, but I am very thankful for the whole process and being on this side of it. Another thing that's very important is connecting with others. In the last couple of weeks, I've been texting with a bunch of people um, who reached out to me, who heard that I was going through things and um, you know, got some nice gifts, like beautiful plants and just, um, you know, many kind thoughts coming my way. Facebook was a great resource to be able to tell people this is what's happening to me. And then I would go on and I would look at the comments and just, it was when I discovered that Tons of my family members went through this and apparently are not as complainy as I am because um, they had, they were like, oh yeah, like that happened to me a few years ago. That happened to 
one of our uncles that, you know, happened to my dad that happened to my mom, like so many friends and family members have gone through it. Uh, you know, one of my friends told me, she said, it felt like I was having a heart attack. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was the exact sensation that I had because I had such chest pain and chest pressure and like pain now like up in my shoulders and my jaw. And, you know, that's like all, all the things that they tell you. It's like a potential heart attack. So connecting with everyone was great for me. And now I have some plans of like going forward to like get together with people. Uh, just yesterday, an attorney that I know brought lunch to my office and we had a nice lunch and we caught up and um, t just talked about every thing that was happening in our lives, talked about our cases, like it was, it was good. And I have plans going forward, you know, as I'm getting better, I'm going to be getting together with some friends and um, I'm, I'm happy to do so. I'm like happy to be back at it. So that's part of just engaging in activities that you enjoy. You know, I, I have this thing and I think it's just, it's probably pretty natural, which is you look at your um, calendar and I, what I do with my calendar now is it's in my phone. It's on my computer at work. They um, sync. So it's the same. And then I always carry around this little folder that has whatever paperwork I'm working on. And it's a folder that I can throw in my computer case if I'm bringing that to work. Or a folder I can just throw in my bag if my bag's big enough. In the folder I'll have mail that needs to be put wherever. Like if it's a bill I need to pay that's in there. If it's mail that needs to be filed at the office, that's in there. Sometimes I will bring um, stuff that I'm reading, like I will put transcripts in there. Um, I will put um, new case law. I'll put a research memo. Um, I might put like a legal article that I need to read. There's a variety of, of things in there. Um, you know, sometimes stuff that if I need to do a demand letter, like the, the stuff will just be in the, in the folder for me to work on, you know, during the weekend, or just a variety of stuff is in this folder. And what I always do is I print out six months of monthly calendars. So it's just six pages. So for instance, right now in the folder, and I'm actually holding it on my lap right now, is the months January through June, so it's six months. And what that allows me to do is just view the next six months and know what I have coming up. So I have the microcosm like on my phone of being like, here's the day to day. But then I can just look at the next few months as a whole and know what I have going on. But here's where it gets um, a little stressful for me. I will look at a month and I will be like, there's something every single day. You know, it's just full. And some of the stuff that's on there is social stuff. And I'll be stressed about it. Um, you know, like in March, I have, um, I'm going to a Harlem Globetrotters game. And I'm going to a Neil deGrasse Tyson um, 
I don't know if you can really call it a show, like a talk, <laughs> you know, with, um, with my husband and I'm taking my daughter to spring break and there's another day where we're doing an Alice in Wonderland event and there's all of these things that are coming up which are joyful but when I look at it it looks like obligations and I need to reset my mind to be like these are things that are wonderful and activities that I will enjoy so keep that in mind. Another thing to do for being present is just being helpful. And I will tell you the, so the, for January, these last couple of weeks, I have felt like I'm not being very productive and it's really been bothering me. It's been causing me a lot of stress. There are many calls that I'm taking for work that I don't really do and so it's stuff that I've been turning down but you know it's still something that takes time to take the call and I'm but I'm still trying to be helpful like to point the people in the right direction so there's just been a lot of that and and I need to remember that's has some that has value as well just being helpful and it's probably good for me at this point because I probably don't need like a hundred new cases right now, just working what I have on my plate. But there has just been a lot of um, just kind of weeding through calls and it, it's been something that's been a lot of work that's not really my work, if that makes sense. And I just have to remember that it's being helpful and, and there's happiness in that. Um, trying to learn something new. This one, I don't know. Um, I would really like to learn French at some point, even just a tiny bit, just to be able to say some things in French for when I go to Paris at some point in my life. So I would like to do that. That's like on my goals. Um, balance is a big one for me. I don't know how to do it. I have been trying for, especially since I've been a lawyer. And you know, I think back to law school and college, and I know that there was a lot of trying to find balance. I mean, I worked full time when I was in law school, and I had a part time job as well, and also took you know, I think 12 credit hours each semester when I was in law school. And I took um, summer classes. Um, I think, I don't even remember how many summer classes. I think four summer classes each. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't take summer classes in law school. Um, I would take the summer off. Um, but in undergrad, I always took summer classes so I could finish because you need more hours in undergrad. It didn't seem as hard to me as it does now and I think a lot of the finding balance has to do with technology now because everything is just at your fingertips your phone is always with you I don't know I don't know how to find balance you know I try to if I have some time where I don't have meetings and 
I'm not in court. I try to make sure that I squeeze in an exercise class, that I um, set a timer and I answer emails for an hour. And then when that timer is over, I'm done. That doesn't always work out for me. I cannot tell you how many times I've set the timer and I'm in, I'm just in the, I don't know, in the zone. Or I think if I can just get through the 60 more emails that's here, then there won't be any more emails until, you know, the 60 more come in a half an hour later. Um, so just trying to balance that out is a, is a big one. And, and I do think it's technology. Um, the phone's ringing all the time. That's a rough one. And I really try hard to, you know, during my schedule of like, you know, I, I can only control my schedule so much, but when there are these time periods where there's a block or something is not scheduled, I try to fit things in. And just like I was talking about for next week, I mean, next Tuesday, I'm in court in person in the morning and then have meetings all afternoon. Like, when do you get to all the work that you need to do? I don't know. I don't know. Someone tell me. Someone tell me. All right. And then um, another little thing about being present is just appreciating those little things. And sometimes it's just, you know, the other day um, I got home, I don't know, kind of early like say four o'clock and the sun was still out. And I said to my daughter who has the two-year-old and she's expecting to, and she's been feeling not great. I said, why don't we take the boys and go for a walk? We'll walk to the grocery store and we'll pick up a pineapple upside down cake. I had a taste for it. She had a taste for it. So we did that. And it ended up just being nice. It's been, I will say this about this um, winter, it's been cold. Like it has been cold and damp, so much more, um, so much more weather than there usually is in Arizona. And I know everywhere in the U.S. is kind of experiencing that too. I try to think of it as a good thing. I'm like, okay, maybe if it's cold now, it doesn't mean, you know, when the summer comes, maybe the summer will be nicer because the earth is cooled off or something. I don't know. It probably doesn't work that way, but it's the hope I'm holding out for as we're kind of suffering through the colder weather. But this is just, you know, trying to enjoy those little things. The, the sunset was beautiful. There was this cloud coverage that was just like insane. Um, you know, there was these weird clouds on this one mountain. We kept calling it the zombie horde. <laughs> like it just looked like there was dust being kicked up from the mountain. Like there was a bunch of zombies coming down from it. And then um, in the west where the sun was setting, like it was pink and gold and orange. It had these great colors and these great clouds with the light just bouncing off of it. Um, I appreciate how the full, full moon looks when I look out my window and I can see the full moon like that's just a delight to me I hate when there's no moon out although uh, I know you've heard me talk about this before when 
when the moon is waxing and it's the few days before the full moon, everything in my life goes crazy. The phone does not stop ringing. The um, court it has like a bunch of crazy stuff coming on. Like nothing goes right. And it's like three or four days of that. And every time it happens, I go, it must be a full moon. And I look up and there it is. I know that there are studies that say there is nothing scientific about it. But I've talked to people in healthcare. They say they're, the emergency room goes crazy. Everything goes crazy. Lots of people that I've talked to in all sorts of businesses say it goes crazy. That's sort of... <laughs> That's more of a complaint. That's not really taking time to appreciate things. But I do appreciate the beauty of the the moon. I've always loved it. And so, you know, just being present in all of this, I think has real value. You know, sometimes I just think about like what's upcoming and mentally prepare myself. Just... You know, I'll look at the the next six months and I'll have that stress. But then I also know, okay, here's a weekend where it looks like I don't have anything going on. That's great. I'm going to get some rest. Here is the trip coming up to New Orleans. And I love New Orleans. Like, I can't wait to be there. Like, that's a good thing. So I know I did a lot of complaining too. But my real message was um, be present. And as part of being present, find out what you need to make your life better. I have two quick movie reviews, um, two movies I really liked. One was She Said. It um, was out at the movies a couple months ago, and it is available on Paramount Plus for streaming. I really liked this movie. It was about the two women who broke the Harvey Weinstein story, and... It was fascinating, um, very relatable. The women were very relatable. I could have spent a lot of time with them and heard more about their story. I just I was reading the book um, prior to seeing the movie, and then I finished the book after I saw the movie, and so I was really immersed in them, and I really enjoyed these two reporters. I enjoyed seeing the process of how the story came to light. Um, I, it was fascinating how, I mean, this is just a couple of years ago, how Harvey Weinstein had so much power at the time and was trying to shut them down. And I mean, look at him now, you know, he's a felon in prison, most likely for the rest of his life. So I highly recommend that movie. It was, the one thing I'll say about it was it was shot really weird. It was, I kept thinking of like a 1970s after school special. It was very muted and like not crisply shot, which made it, I don't know. It, maybe they were trying to make it not look so much like a documentary. So they wanted it like kind of softer edges. But it, to me, that was like a little distracting. Like the, you know, they would be outside in New York, which is like all bright colors and everything. And it just looked muted. Um, but that's just a, I don't know, like a side comment. I mean, not really a reason not to see the movie. I highly recommend the movie. Um, 
The movie Hereditary, which is four years old, I saw that movie four years ago. When it came out, it was talked about by the critics as one of the scariest movies of all time. And maybe it was too hyped for me, because when I saw it, I hated it. I felt like the ending I was very disappointed in. I felt like the ending was very derivative of a lot of movies that were happening at that time. Um, there were just things that, I don't know, I didn't feel like it flowed. And for years I've been saying, I hate this movie. A few days ago, my brother, or last week, I guess at this point, my brother asked me if I saw it. And I said, oh, I hate that movie. He goes, really? He goes, I loved it. He said, it was so scary. He called it disturbing. You know, and I think a lot of people describe it as that. And maybe I um, am just so jaded by all the horror movies I've seen. I don't really think so. But um, here's what I did do. I went back and rewatched it. It was on HBO, which I have. And I loved it. Like, I loved it. Everything was the same. It's not like I was watching it and I'm like, oh, this is a completely different movie. I don't know if I wasn't in the mood to watch a movie or what, but I loved the acting. Um, there were scenes that were really scary. And I, do, I don't get scared, so I wasn't scared, but I could see that they were scary like they were really well done it has this scene at the end where I was like wow like about 10 minutes from the very end where I'm just like wow like how did I not like think this scene was amazing and so after I saw it I actually read an article about it to kind of get like a broader perspective of it and then I told um my daughters about it and then the next day um my middle daughter was sort of watching it but my older daughter like sat down and watched it and I basically re-watched it with her and then saw all this extra foreshadowing because I just saw it the day before that I like, really enjoyed even more so I don't know what was wrong with me so if you listen to a podcast a couple years ago and I tell you I hate the movie Hereditary cross that off because I really like it. <laughs> so anyways, um, I don't know, you know, I was talking to a friend about it. And I said, I don't know what it was. And he had said, um, he goes, maybe it was the end. And I said, you know what, I think you're right. Because I think I was disappointed in the end, like I thought maybe it was going somewhere else. And then there was this end scene, and I didn't appreciate it. I had these expectations that just weren't met. And then the second time around, what didn't have the expectations and I knew what was happening. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't trying to write the ending myself. And I was really, I was good with the ending. So I don't know, watch it and let me know. And if you, you know, if you like it that, um, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you don't like it, I'd love to hear about it. <coughs> I'll be back in, um, just about two weeks, uh, like two weeks and two days, I'll record during a weekend again. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Patreon, and iTunes. 
under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name and under my law office, and my website is brummerlaw.com. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon. Feeling like an animal with these cameras all in my grill Flashing lights, flashing lights You got me pity, 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 baby I want you, nah, nah